self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are, are conversation, conversation con artists, artists. What's up? I'm Calamity Ray. And I'm Mr. On Point. Today, we are going to be doing a celebrity lineup, which from time to time we're going to do on the show. And it's where we basically talk about a different lineup of celebrities and pretty much say how we feel about them and whatever they got going on. So, we're going to start off with Raven Simone. Oh, yay! <laughs> Raven, who's from every continent. That's so Raven. <sighs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. The Cosby Show. I just this heifer. Like, what else did she play on? Those were like the main that was ones. It? Yeah, I think the Cheetah Girls. Did you mention Cheetah Girls? Mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls on Disney. She ever been in any movies? I mean, besides Disney movies, because you know, I don't know about Disney. But I think that's been it. Just like Disney movies. Yeah, she should have stuck with that shit. When she was that Raven, everybody loved her. <laughs> this grown up version of her who's stupid as shit or says stupid shit. Ain't nobody really here for her. Like, I don't understand why people think they have to, like, express every single opinion that they have. Like, sometimes there's some stuff you should just keep to yourself. Just don't share that. Like, I'm from every continent in Europe, and I'm from every continent in Africa except for one. You know what a continent is? Because Africa itself, is there ain't no continent within <laughs> Africa. Yeah. Raymond Simone. She shouldn't even be on the view. No. Like, Whoopi Goldberg. Like, what has she? She been rich since she was a kid. Like, she don't. It's a group of people out here she don't identify with. Like, and it shows. And she know she talks. She never struggled in life. Like Whoopi Goldberg does struggle. You know. I just don't understand. I don't know. How like, you get to that point? And even her own. I mean, it ain't. Her own dad, like, made a comment about, I don't know why she said that stupid shit or something <laughs> to that effect. Yeah. When, what was it that she said that, this last thing that he was like, I ain't got, oh, oh, about watermelon Drea. The names, The yeah. name issue. Now, do I feel like you need to be careful what you name your child? Yes, I do. Only because, <laughs> as unfair as you think it may be, there are people who think like Raven Simone. There are, there are jobs that are going to see a certain name and be like, nope. That doesn't make it right. I mean, at the point that you find somebody with a crazy name, you still have to recognize that it's only a reflection of their folks. Exactly. Not a reflection not necessarily of them. them exactly. You know what I'm She's talking about she wouldn't hire somebody. You're going to turn away Watermelon Drea, whatever the hell her, her made-up name was. You're going to turn her away for Becky, and Becky going to fuck your shit up. And you're going to have chosen Becky, not because Becky's qualifications were better than Watermelon Drea, but because you liked her name better. That doesn't make any sense. And you, your fucking name is Raven Simone. Like, she act like her name is, like, Alice or, like, something plain herself. Like, you have a hyphenated name yourself. Like, I just, that whole thing just didn't make any sense to me. Like, I feel like she just says stuff just to say it. She don't think it through before she says it. And I think she's honestly surprised when people are like, you stupid as shit. Like, I really think that she don't expect it. I think she's really like, oh, my God, what did I say? I mean, I think she, I mean, that's, that's how it's been in America for the longest. I mean, your name is supposed to be a reflection 
somehow of your character. And I think that she's just somehow indoctrinated by the system that already exists. I mean, I thought that we moved a little bit to the point where, you know, let's get to people, you know, by their character, by the merits. And, you know, I know we're not there in society, but yeah. if anybody, I would think that an African-American person anybody with the name, with a it. hyphen in their name <laughs> and an accent mark in their name <laughs> would have a little bit more diverse perspective on that. <laughs> well, and the thing is, honestly, like, I think it is shifting a little bit. Only, and the only reason I say that is because I didn't see some white Keisha's. I didn't see some white Andre's. Um, I worked with one actually before, so. <laughs> Applications went straight in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it is changing a little bit, like, as far as, now I don't know that I'm gonna ever see like a white wall of Melandria. I don't know that mm. it'll ever go quite that far, but like some of the names that have historically been like more ethnic or whatever, again, Keisha is like one of those names, but I've met a white Keisha and I've met a white Andre, so I think it's shifting a little bit, but, that still was just, what is that for you to say? What the thing? Shut your mouth. Stop talking. That's what she needs to right. do. Stop fucking talking. Just don't say nothing else. But she just needs to be quiet. I mean, there's some things out there that we think and we can have those thoughts, but there are certain platforms that you exist on in which saying those things is a lot more dangerous than it is relevant to what conversation that you have and like the weight of what it does to you when you say stuff like that as she's coming to recognize, you know, because her saying that and Colton had to son her in one of them episodes. Did yeah. you see oh, that? Yeah, I did. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah, had, yeah, cause she was trying to tell, like, get on to Ann Colter. Oh, cause Ann Colter is a bitch. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But she was trying to go at her and she was like, oh, you know how, you know, she, yeah, I did yeah. see that. It was hilarious. And I, that's one of the few times that I was like, okay, Ann, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you. You still on Fox News, but I see you. Yeah. For this one moment. <laughs> I ain't going to yeah. clap for you or nothing. <laughs> I can't, I can't bring myself to do that, but I see. I see it. Yeah. yeah. She was so rude. But I mean, you got to be careful with stuff like that. You really do. But I never watched like, I never watched that so raving. It was too silly to me. Oh, like my. seeing her with like a a top hat and a mustache on was like weird. Cause I, all I remember from that show was when I see it, she would be dressed up like, she like have her, she just used a lot of makeup, a lot of paint, a lot of costumes. It was just so silly, and I just wasn't into silly stuff that that kind of silly. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the show, really. Uh, I don't know if I ever... I mean, I watched a couple of episodes, I, I think, maybe, but, like, yeah, it wasn't really my cup of tea. It was. I don't like goofy comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even really care. I'm, I'm going to probably get massacred <laughs> for this, but I really wasn't a fan of white girls. Like, I don't like... I don't like that campy... <laughs> oh lord yeah, I was like what chicks. is white girls something I don't know not about <laughs> <laughs> not white girls white chicks yeah like I don't like that campy like real goofy like Marlon Wayans like any all of that stuff that he do I can't, it's too much like all the scary movies it's just too much like it's not funny to be it's, it's I don't know so I didn't really watch that so even very much what about Hang on Mr. Cooper I love Hang on Mr. Cooper I loved Hanging with Miss Cooper. I remember nothing about the show. I know. I remember absolutely nothing. Holly Robinson Pete was in it. I remember that. I don't know who the mama was. I think the funny character was like, what's Cuba Good Jr. brother's name? That's his brother? Yeah. Was it? 
Shit, I ain't even know that. You know the dude from Wild and Crazy Kids, that same dude? Uh, is it Omar Gooding? He was on Hang On, Mr. Cooper? I think that was him. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look this junk Yeah, that was <laughs> gonna have to so look this junk up. I don't know. <laughs> I liked hanging with Mr. Cooper though. I don't really remember too much about it. That needs to be like on Hulu or something. I would watch that. I would too because I know I would remember some episodes. Yeah, like once you started watching yeah, but I don't it, probably. I liked hanging with Mr. Cooper though. And yeah. I liked her on the Cosby show as Olivia. <laughs> Cosby show, she was in that cute phase yeah. where it's like everything she said was just, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, but know. I mean, I think like some people, like, I think one thing like about people like uh, Raven Simone and Morgan Freeman and their perspectives of race, um, I think that they have been shrouded in an, uh, I, they've been in an environment in which they, have been praised by everybody. Mm-hmm. So like it's hard to see the kind of hatred and the micro aggressions that come to like somebody that's just regular day to day. You know, if you Raven Simone and you in Hollywood, you get to be loved by everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I think some actors they apply that to everybody. They generalize that feeling that they have to everybody like Everybody loves me, white, black, Latino, Indian, like everybody. I've, I've had love from everybody. So I don't think they really take into account the experience of people who have nothing yeah. and how they're treated by other people. Yeah. And so it's easy for them to say that. But I think it's only specific to their life. I don't think they really look into generalize it and, and connect it to other people's experiences. Yeah. Which is sad. And it makes her look like, you know, a dumbass. Very much so. Regularly. <laughs> Yeah, she on TV every day now. I mean, I guess she could have said a lot more at this point by now. I mean, we got good three things. Yeah, I feel like part of that, though, is just like, I feel like the studio comes like, look, Raven, like, I think you just just give it a couple weeks before you just don't put too much out there. Like, let's just let's give it some a couple weeks and then, you know. Yeah, we don't want too much negative. <laughs> well, but that works for them because people tune in to see what other kind of dumb shit she's gonna say. Because right. like there, there's a um, there is a petition going around to have her removed. They're not gonna remove her from that yeah. show because she gets them views because people hate watch her. Mm-hmm. Which is basically where it's like I can't stand her ass. Let me go see what she gonna say today. <laughs> You're helping her and doing that because it gives yeah. the show ratings, and so they're not gonna take her off the show. She helped them with the ratings. That is how shows make it is by their right. You can everybody in America can hate the show, but if they're watching it, that the show gonna stay on. It's never gonna go off. Like mm-hmm. that's how it's calculated. So like you watching it is helping her. Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, I guess since we talked about Raven Simone, we can go over to Bill Cosby since he's connected to Olivia through, you know, her early um, exposure. Let me start by stressing that we're talking about Bill Cosby and not Heathcliff Huxtable. I feel like because he's such a beloved character that it's very hard for people to separate the man from the, the character that he played. Bill Cosby is not Heathcliff Huxtable. He is not a doctor. <laughs> he, like, that is not his life. So I think it's hard for people to separate that. And it's like, 
Who wants to think about Heathcliff Huxtable as a rapist? And nobody wants to think about Do that. we have to connect them in this conversation? Do you think? I don't think we need to connect them. I think we need to separate them, though. Mm-hmm. Not connecting them, but like, or what do you mean connect? Can't, if we, if we can't look at Heathcliff Huxtable in terms of assessing what Bill Cosby has done, is it fair to look at what he done and it taint Heathcliff Huxtable as it has? It isn't fair, but that, the problem is that people can't separate it out. Like, what should happen is, you should be able to still enjoy the Cosby show for what it is and also be like Bill Cosby <laughs> fucked up individual. Yeah. But people cannot do that. Like it and I and that happens it's not just with him, like with people that play like a character for an extended period of time and a character that's like really beloved. I always use this as an example. My mom. My mom loved Lawrence Fishburne. She thought he was the sexiest man alive. He played Ike Turner. She ain't have shit else for him. Like she was done. Every time she looked at him, she saw Ike Turner. She couldn't separate him from that character that he played. That was a bad career move. <laughs> so, like, I think overall, like, not even in just this situation, I think people in general have a difficult time separating, like, star. And I think that's like the the scary part for like actors and becoming typecast is that like people can't separate you from that shit so you don't want to be typecast into something that you hate playing or you because people aren't going to separate you from that and it's going to be very difficult for you to get anything else so he he could hustle should absolutely not be painted by this but unfortunately he is and Cosby Show got pulled from some stations and his new special that was going to be on. Special, well, his new show that was going to yeah. be on got pulled. His comedy specials got pulled from. I mean, he used to have a joke talking about like rape jokes. Spanish fly. Spanish fly joke. And I'm like, dang, this, this is not a coincidence. <laughs> How close to your real life? Like, well, you, you know, comedians pull from their life. So <laughs> I just, it's so. It's, it's terrible what he did. It is also extremely terrible. I can't stand when people do shit and then you can't own up to it. Right? Because at this point, nothing's going to happen to him. None of this can be, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to lock him up for this. He talks so much shit about, like, the black community himself, about how we need to do this and that. And you out here giving roofings to bitches. Like, I just. <laughs> That's been my problem with Bill Cosby. Like, the the amount of support that I could potentially have for him throughout this situation is being like fought by the fact that he's been talking <laughs> shit about the black community and my pants hanging down and not being able to speak properly and all of that jazz. Like, but you know, I have to say that like the Cosby Show was one of my favorite shows when I was growing up. It's a great show, and so like for me, I don't want Heathcliff Huxtables. Perception tainted, but today when I go look at it, all I can see is Bill Cosby put stuff in people drinks on set. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he doing when he ain't on the camera? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I uh, mean, but it's... Bill Cosby, he, and he was always too silly of a daddy for me to take serious to look at it as like a family type situation. Like, so I don't know what it was for me in terms of Bill Cosby. I mean, I think the whole show and the family dynamic was important, but. He was just never the picture of what my granddaddy 
was or what any black father, yeah. black grandfather, like Bill Cosby did not fit in that picture. You know? Yeah. But I guess knowing that he was the creator of the show that was a positive view on black families yeah. was good, you know, for me to see being a part of a family that was broken, you yeah. know, technically speaking. So, but, so I don't want that to be tainted, but I guess I'm one of them people that ain't really it's separating very difficult. it. I mean, I say like that, that. It's hard for me as well, though. Like, but, and I don't think that that part of it is so much a problem. My biggest problem with people not being able to separate it is that when it's all first, and it's been coming, I mean, he had been accused of this over the years, but like this last recent huge time, Part of the reason why people were like so quick to say, oh no, that can't be true is because they were thinking, oh, he, he's not, he's unacceptable. <laughs> like, Bill Cosby himself absolutely could be a rapist. He could Huxtable, I could see how that would be harder for you to see, but he is not. He could, so, in not being able to separate the characters, that tainted people's ability to like see the situation for what it was. Cause you're biased because it's like, well, he was, he could Huxtable. There's no way that, they're just trying to ruin that good black show and like I think I think Bill Cosby I don't want to say roughly. I don't think Bill Cosby I think the problem with Bill Cosby is that for the times that he was doing this stuff it was not would not have been and was not responded to in the way that it is today yeah like if you're going to make an accusation on somebody who did something back then, today is the time because the way that, you know, rape and women's rights and all of these things are taken, it's going to destroy your career. As to back then, you probably couldn't even make them kind of reports Yeah. on a man being a woman. And I got so irritated with people that were like, oh, well, if it's true, why would they wait all this time to say anything? And if it's true, why wouldn't they have gone to the police then? And if it's true, just not even understanding the effects of rape and, and what, how that affects people. That happens all the time. Like, rape victims don't come forward yeah. until later because one, and with this situation, you're right. Back then, who's going like, you have the, is anybody even going to believe this? Like, mm -hmm. it's me. Against him. He could hug the people's love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, That's a problem. You know? So, that also pissed me off and made me mad that people's whole thing was like, well, they didn't come forward, so they must be lying. No. That's not how that works. <laughs> Um, and anybody that's ever known a battered woman or like a woman that's been through any kind of a situation like that, it's hard for them to talk about and to come forward. Like it's hard for them to get out of the victim role and become a survivor. That is a process that isn't going to fit into a time frame that you think is appropriate or that you think works for you so that you can, this is more believable for you. If 47 women come out and say that he's that bitch, like maybe some of them were coming forward just for the publicity of the moment. I don't know. Can't say for sure. I, all of them women were not lying. Yeah. I am sorry. That is, no. I mean, and one witness in a crime is enough to send you to jail forever. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone 47. If 47 witnesses came and said they saw you doing something, you going down. You are. Like, that's all it's going to take. Yeah, you're not going to get past this situation. So that just, you know, I think there's a special place in hell for Bill Cosby of hell this or doesn't exist. Whatever negative thing could possibly happen to us after we're not here anymore, he gonna get that shit. Whatever it may be. 
I mean, when Bill Cosby died, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a show. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be so many people. It's, it's gonna be bittersweet to a lot of people. It is. And because I mean, it's just gonna bring up how tainted his image has been in this whole period of time. And for people to get upset about, well, you know, it's ruined his, it's ruined his legacy. These women are ruining his legacy. No, he ruined his own damn legacy. <laughs> That's like saying that the Jews ruined Hitler's legacy. No, <laughs> Hitler was an asshole. Like yeah. he should be remembered for being exactly what he was. That was his fault. Those are the decisions that he made. Bill Cosby made some shit decisions that took a really long time for him to have to be held accountable for. That's his. Fault. We all are responsible. How I'm remembered is on me. That's on me. That's my responsibility to make sure that it, if I want it to be something positive, that it's going to be something positive. I don't need to be doing fuck shit in the dark and think it's never going to come to light and then be like, at the end of my life, well, no, because it's going to ruin my legacy. Well, you should have thought about that when you were slipping Mickey's and people <laughs> strength. I don't understand the pathology of people that wear some kind of righteous cause on their sleeve, but they got sins, <laughs> like real sins. Like this is done. I, I see this mostly in Christianity, you know, where somebody I don't I don't agree with, you know, homosexuality, but they've done some bullshit that is provable. <laughs> like you will. You know, your sins don't outweigh anybody else's sins. But, you know, with Bill Cosby, it's like he's been so critical of the African-American community. But he been out here slipping stuff in women's drinks like, sir, what? I just don't understand the pathology behind that. You know, like, was that was that to morally compensate for what he considered his deficits were? It could have been. And if that's the case, why did it have to be targeted on us? You know, I read a little expose about how. Bill Cosby, his intention was to keep race out of all of his stuff because, you know, Red Fox was race, Richard mm -hmm. Pryor, race. Yeah. And like, in, he intentionally kept race out of his situation. But just like, you know, how I feel about Raven Simone and Morgan Freeman, I think at some point he started to lose a connection with the community and he became indoctrinated by the fact that everybody loved him anyway, you know, except you know, he felt the need to slip some <laughs> shit in these women's drinks for the other kind of love. Oh. Bill Cosby couldn't have, could have got women without this. Absolutely. That's why the shit <laughs> that says a lot about him. You are absolutely correct. He absolutely could have. And yet this is what he chose to do instead. That says a lot about him, his personality, who he is as a human being. He obviously got some shit going on some issues himself because yeah, you could have done this without flipping drink. It's but that power and control. Like I don't know. He could have got all the TV ass to put in five more minutes worth of work. <laughs> <laughs> but he would rather have a suitcase full of drugs to do it. That's just sad. Just really sad. Did you ever watch any like uh Fat Albert? I mean, I know the cliche stuff. <laughs> I know the cliche stuff about Fat Albert. Like, I don't, I don't know that I ever I really know watched the character it. names or nothing. Just I Fat Albert. I know there was a kid. What was the kid that had the mask over his face? I don't face? know none of their names. I don't know nobody's name. Yeah. And the only reason I know them characters is because of Platinum Fubu. 
Do you remember when that fat fubu? They just had all the Bill, Ka- all the Fat Albert characters on everything. <laughs> that was a weird time period. Yeah, it was. I never really watched. I, again, I just know like pop culture. Like I, I know enough to be like pop culturally aware of it, mm-hmm. but I never watched it. I don't think. What about like any of his movies? I remember Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. Where he? I remember that. Yeah, I remember Ghost Dad. I think that's really. I remember the Family Guy joke about Bill Cosby and Ghost Dad. It was stupid. <laughs> I don't know that I. That's the only one that I can. There was one. I can't even think of the name. I don't know. I, it was one movie. I don't even remember the name of the way he was doing, but he was just like a pimp. <laughs> I don't know all his old. The yeah. fact that the fact that Bill Cosby made Fat Albert and the old movies he was in means that he's in tune at some point in history was in tune with his yeah, blackness. He was, but you know, he lost it. Though, he they went in a different direction. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what year or what age he was at when he, you know, the last woman that he assaulted supposedly. I don't know. I wonder if he did any of that like after his son died or was it. After rape culture started being taken serious, I wonder if it was a point in time at which it definitely stopped and never happened again. That would be an interesting thing to like look into. I'm not sure, and I don't think I've heard anybody address that, like when it stopped, because that would be interesting to know. I don't know. Because I mean, in my head, it could it could play into the the dynamics of time in which rape culture started becoming a lot more aware and. It became noticed that rape drugs, because oh, it, yeah. it's a distinct time at which date rape drugs became a thing mm-hmm. on nightly news. Yeah, you know. And so, did he think it was okay before then? Even though we know it's never been okay, yeah, but did yeah. he think it was okay before then? And then people started helping him realize, oh, I'm messing up, or or what? I guess I don't know. I guess that would be some interesting to. It would be to see. I'm not sure. I don't know, because I can remember, like, even, like, in high school, I mean, I'm not that old, but, you know, my mom being real adamant about, like, don't take drinks from people, don't sit no drink down, and if you do, don't drink out of it anymore, like, Mm -hmm. it became, like, a thing, and and she was even more adamant about it when I went off to college, so, I don't know, it would be interesting to know, like, when he stopped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Bill Cosby. Bill Costa. Well, I guess we're going to uh, the next person, and that will be Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Yes, they deserve to die, <laughs> and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, we don't have anything bad to say about Samuel L. No, Jackson. No, <laughs> I love Sam Jackson. I, he is hilarious. I didn't like him in the movie you told me to watch. Um, about the spies in England. Oh, Kingsman. When he was the bad oh. guy. Kingsman, that was terrible. He was terrible in that. That's like the only movie I've ever <laughs> seen that I was like, what could, What did they do to Sam? Like, he, he was I really think Samuel, I said, I think Samuel Jackson, I need a challenge. <laughs> First, I want to be the only black person in the movie. <laughs> Second, I want to talk with a lisp. Oh the whole God, time. That was... Third, make me afraid of something. Like, I want to be afraid of blood, but I want to be a violent criminal. <laughs> the whole thing was just really weird. So that's like the only movie I could think of that I was like, okay, Sam. Mm-mm. But everything else, like A Time to Kill, he was amazing in that. Um, My favorite 
My favorite movie with Sam Jackson was is Pulp Fiction. Oh God, yeah, Pulp Fiction was <laughs> for good. the Jerry Curl alone <laughs> <laughs> and the wallet that said "bad motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> Those two things alone. Well, but, I like the whole, what ain't no catch I have heard of. <laughs> just his, him and John Travolta dialogue in the whole thing. Like, his dialogue was great to me. Yeah. Like, the conversation him and John Travolta had about pumpkin pie. <laughs> uh, him explaining his righteous walk. Okay. The actual righteous walk speech. Like, that the Royale, Royale with, with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like, all that was great to me. That was great. I like uh, Die Hard with Avengers. I oh, like yeah. him in that. That's my favorite Die Hard movie. Bruce Willis, my dude. Yeah, I love Bruce Willis. Too. Yeah. Um, but that that would probably be, that and Pulp Fiction would probably be my two top favorite Sam yeah. Jackson. He just he he got a lot of movies. He does. He, he really played does. in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. On the piano, like wasn't even in. Didn't even see his face in the movie. Samuel Jackson about that money. <laughs> he is though, like, and he he do commercials, but what does he do commercials for? Some uh, a credit card, thing? credit card, I think now. Chase, Chase, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's still, even when he ain't making movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, another movie I did not like him in though was Black Snake Moan. Oh, Black Snake that Moan. Shit was so I don't even know what the hell the point of that movie was to try to keep a freak contained. That shit was. He chained up a freak so she wouldn't have sex. And Justin Timberlake's character, like the whole thing was just fuck. I don't know. I didn't. That, I didn't care for that one either. That Yeah. I mean, he played a good country old dude. He did. That had yeah. some superstitions. Yeah. <laughs> but like the movie itself, was it, crap, the movie though. was terrible. But you know, I just, I just think Samuel Jackson just anytime somebody call him when he free, he say yes, I'll do that movie. Yeah. And I, think, I just wonder what the list that he turned down looked like. Cause he is always in something. Snakes on the plane. Like I'm sick of these motherfuckers. <laughs> like the name of that alone, I would never. I wouldn't watch that movie just because of the name. Like you they could have been any it? more clever. No, I never oh, seen it. Oh, it was crap. I watched it because I just like him, and I was oh, like, I really don't fool with snakes like it that. I ain't scared of them or nothing. No but. sense. <laughs> like the cargo hold of the plane was full of snakes because they were trying to kill this one person on the plane. <laughs> So this was their their idea. We're gonna put all of these snakes on these poisonous snakes, and that was the plan. Like it was just. And they really got past baggage claim. <laughs> well, they like I think I want to say it was like somehow they got on the plane and put it directly on the plane. Like nobody carried the snakes on. Like they like put them underneath uh-huh. the and then like a a timer went off and. It was really fucking stupid. Let me just be glad you didn't watch it. It was an elaborate way of killing somebody in a stupid way. Basically. Oh, you okay. trying to kill one person. <laughs> it's a whole plane full of fucking people. I got to suffer because you want to kill it. this one person. Like, it didn't make any like, sense. Was Samuel Jackson like a marshal? He, yeah, was he? I think he was like an air marshal or something. No. I, it's been, I only watched it that one time because it was crap. So I don't. Really remember it all that. Wasn't he in, was he in Anaconda? Mm-mm. Ice Cube was the only black oh, person Ice in that. Cube, that's who I, was. I don't know how the hell I mixed them two up. Um, but I just, I love Sam Jackson. I think he's done a really good job. I can't even think of like scandal attached to him. He's been doing He's been this married to the same woman forever? Yeah, like I just, I like Sam Jackson. Like he has done no wrong. That I can conceptualize. Me either. I, and I read a story the other day about him 
I think it was Morehouse that he went to when he was young. Whatever school that Martin Luther King Sr. that Martin Luther King Sr. was on the board after Martin Luther King Jr. died, him and a group of extremists at the school like locked the board in the room because they didn't like a lot of the policies on campus. Yeah. And it succeeded in getting all the policies changed, but him and the group that did it got kicked off of campus. Yeah. And like at the route he was going, it said that his mom, uh, some police showed up at his mom's door. Some men showed up at his mom's door yeah. and told her that if your son keep going down this route, he's going to end up dead. Oh. And she said, like the next week, the he had, she had him on a plane going to Los Angeles. Yeah. And he went out there and did something, but came back and majored in theater. Yeah. At the same school, like cool. I don't see why they would ever let him back in the school, but you know yeah. they let him back in the school. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess that was the beginning, but. I love him. Listening to him about his past, he seemed to have an interesting life. Like, yeah, I probably read a biography about Samuel Jackson. I don't know if one exists or not. But. This is oh my god! This so there's this book called "Go the Fuck to Sleep." I don't know if I've you've seen, ever heard. I've of heard. He does the audible for it. I've seen. I've heard that. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> and while you would never, of course, read that to a child, I think parents who have kids that like won't go to sleep at night. I just think that, that like, it's hilarious. I don't even have it. any kids and I think it's hilarious. Like, that, I have that book <laughs> on my Kindle and I bought the Audible because when I saw that Sam Jackson was reading it, I was like, I've got to get this. I have to have this. It's hilarious. And Sam Jackson does not care. He is absolutely, he would do anything. Like, he don't care about political correctness. Like, <laughs> they could have went on, they could have did a new, you know, Samuel L. Jackson using derogatory language targeted towards children. He don't care. Not at all. Samuel L. Jackson does not care. Not at all. And that book is hilarious. If you, I can't think of the author, but if you just Google go the fuck to sleep, it'll be the only book that pops up. It's hilarious. It's a whole little, like, like, it's in, like, nursery rhyme form. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It is so funny. I'm going to have to check it out. You need to. It's hilarious. All right. I don't think we can give Samuel Jackson any more praise. <laughs> we have given him in this little moment. <laughs> great. Um, so we're going to flip the script, and we're going to go to the Kardashians. Oh, shit. From greatness to shit. <laughs> I know how you feel about the Kardashians, okay, but I don't know very much about them. So I, I mean, I was just thinking you might be able to like school me on some of what well, they got let's going just on. Go down the list, shall we? <laughs> um, their matriarch is Chris. Um, I guess her last name is still Jenner. I don't know because they've they've gotten a divorce. I don't know what her last. I don't know if she's changed it or not. But the mom is Chris, and she's the best madam in all of America. Pimps her daughters out regularly. She's mm. dating some young black guy, which is a recurring theme for this family. Dating young black guys. Yes. Um, she just seems like she does not, I won't say that she doesn't care about her daughters. I think she sees them more as tools though. As, and then as what we traditionally think of like a mother daughter relationship. Like, cause let me tell you something. If, if, if my ass get out here and make a sex tape that goes viral on the internet, I can assure you. That my mother is not going to be cool with that shit. My mom would be throwing holy water on me as she's beating my ass. Okay? <laughs> not finna. Like, Chris turned that 
into this Kardashian empire. Like people give Kim Kim didn't do that. Her mom did. Her she manages all of them. She's hmm. their manager. So she's the one that she's like the the puppet master, and they're like these little marionettes. Um, I think the oldest I want to say is Courtney, and she got like three or four kids by the same tired ass dude. She's the only one of them who don't date black men or hasn't. I don't know what she's gonna do. I think they didn't broke up, so Chris might find her a black man too. But her, I'm sure her sisters will convince her. I'm sure of the benefits. I'm sure. Cause she's literally the only one out of the five of them that isn't. Um, if any, if yeah, <laughs> she um, she seems to be like other than her being in this shit ass relationship. Cause he's like terrible. He's mean to her and drink. He got a drinking problem. He didn't check himself into rehab multiple times. I think he's currently in rehab now. So she's basically a single mother out here in these. They're not married. Um, then I think. I want to say... So, the oldest one... I, some of them got different daddy. The oldest three have the Kardashian. Is, uh, the lawyer, I forgot, is mm-hmm. it Rob? I think his name is Robert Kardashian because I think their brother is um, Junior. And then the two younger girls are Bruce Jenner. Okay. Yeah. So, Chloe, Kim, and Courtney all have the same dad. Ain't it a son? Rob. He got the same dad as the three girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think Rob may be the youngest of the that first set of kids. Um, I think it's Cl- Courtney, then maybe Kim. Everybody know Kim. Kim married mm-hmm. Kanye. She made a sex tape with Ray J. Man. She has no discernible talents yet. She's famous as fuck for nothing. She's. I'm not gonna. She's. Her parenting skills have been in question since she gave birth to her daughter and she's currently pregnant with a son. God bless him. Can you imagine your mom having a sex tape that your friends, when you become a teenager, are probably going to be watching? That's got to be tough. I don't like, want to imagine that. I can't imagine how that's going to be for him. I can't imagine how it's going to be for Northwest trying to date when your mom is Kim Kardashian. Like, I just, I think about, like, future for the kids. Like, how who their parents are <laughs> is going to affect them. And I just don't see it going in a very positive way. But I, I mean, as a parent, do you like, do you sit down and say, now listen, kids, your mama's, <laughs> y'all might see something and hear some <laughs> stuff about your mama, but you know, don't pay it no attention. It's not true, kids. Kanye, Kanye will probably try to, try to destroy the internet somehow. <laughs> yeah, you know. Kanye probably try to have everybody who watched it assassinated before he get to their kids. If, if they're still even together at the time that North and this boy is a teenager, I question how long that this union is going to last. But well, if you look at celebrity relationships as a whole, yeah. evidence will show that maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, that's Kim. Then Chloe, Chloe, Lamar Odom. Chloe and Lamar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the only thing I know about that is from this recent, yeah, you know, drug thing, whatever he doing. She's the one that doesn't really look like the rest of them. She's the one when they take pictures together, she's the one of these things is not like the other. One of these <laughs> things doesn't belong. Um, there has been rumors forever that Chris cheated on their dad and that Chloe is the result of that. Cause she really, she's much bigger than all of them. Cause there are men, they're really tiny. All of them are teeny tiny. She's not. She's tall and she's a lot stouter than they are. 
um, her face does she just looks different from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's always been a rumor is that her dad isn't wasn't Rob Kardashian, but a Robert Kardashian. Um, but yeah, her claim to fame currently is is Lamar Odom, but before that, like she married Lamar after like li- literally like a month, like. I don't know that I'm pretty sure it was not much more than a month. Hmm. They got married. They stayed married for a while. Then they had this really nasty, very public breakup. They never got a divorce since they got separated. He, you know, was doing what he was doing and she stayed in French Montana. And most recently, um, James Harden, poor James Harden, James Harden, sorry, James. Um, then Lamar, Went to the Bunny Ranch or one of those, you know, prostitution places in Nevada, uh, in Las Vegas, and had an overdose and was rushed to the hospital. And, you know, all of them ran by his side like they was checking for him when they weren't. You weren't giving a shit about him all of this time. I feel like it was a photo op, but that's a whole nother conversation altogether. <laughs> um, and so now they're not getting a divorce and she supposedly is going to stand by his side through this recovery period and James Harden just got pushed to that. Sorry, James. Well, I'm not. I think it's, more, it's for the best, James. <laughs> it's for the best, sir. Trust me. Your life is probably going to go a lot better without being connected to her. Um, And then I think Rob is next. Poor Rob. I can't imagine all your sisters are hoes. Again, this goes back to North and, and her little brother-to-be. How do you deal with your sisters out here doing all of this shit? Like, you know, again, my, I got three brothers. I don't have any sisters. I have, so if I was out here showing my ass literally all over the net, my brothers would have an intervention to beat my ass. Again, I just, so I can't imagine how he feels having these very highly public, like publicized sisters that are doing all of this silly shit. Like, and, he like was dep- like suicidal and depressed. I can't imagine why. I don't know why he was un- so unhappy. His life is so great. Um, couple of like maybe last year I think he has since like he's lost. He had gained a bunch of weight and was just really unhappy. Um, I think he's lost the weight and he's looking better these days. But no thanks to them. They they were real bitches to him around that time. Like as far as like tweets and stuff, just. Not nice to him. He's like the only boy in this whole mm-hmm. situation. And again, it's like Chris, he can't be used. So Chris don't see it for him, right? She's not gonna be able to pimp him out. So she yeah. don't really see it for him. It don't seem like. Um. Then you have the two younger ones, which are Bruce Jenner's daughters. The older one, I think, is Kendall. She's the model who Michael B. Jordan has been connected to. And that makes me sad. <laughs> um, no, Michael B. I know, right? You just really, um, so yeah, so he's connected to her. She's for right now seems to fairly have her head on straight. She, you know, she's getting ready to, I think she's going to be in like the, uh, Victoria's Secret show and she seems to have, you know, her shit together for the most part. I mean, as much as you can in this family. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Chris is going to change that, but. She seems to be doing pretty okay. She's one of the only ones. I don't know that Courtney has for sure, but I know Kim and Kylie and Chloe have all had serious work done, like surgery. 
she hasn't. She's very thin. Like she, ain't, it, she doesn't seem like she's had it because she's trying to do the model thing and all of that curvy shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> trying to do runway work, so she hasn't. She don't seem to have altered herself. So she seems all right for the most part. And then you have Kylie, who is the youngest, but you wouldn't know it by looking at her ass. <laughs> she look older than me. Um. Who is very famously dating Tiger, and the reason why it's famous is because she started dating him when she was still 16, 17 years old, mm-hmm. and he's like 25, old enough to fucking know better. Um, she also has had lip injections, and she's had some reconstruction stuff done to her face, it appears. Um, I'm pretty sure she's had some injections in her ass as well. She's like a little mini Kim. That's what it seems like. It, it seems like her role model has been Kim, which is sad as shit. Mm. Um, she's still with Tiger. And again, that just, it goes back to Chris, not 16 year old me, bring home some 25 year old man. My mother really slapped all the teeth out of my mouth. Chris was cool with it. She was fine with it. She mm. didn't step in. And I feel like their poor dad, if he was here, I don't know how he would feel about all of this. Cause I feel like this all kind of got off the rails after he died. Mm-hmm. Like all of that shit would, can all of that happened after he, he was dead. So I don't know if their dad was still around, if things would be the same way. I feel like, cause Bruce did not have no control over shit. Um, so <laughs> Chris just kind of had free reign to do whatever she wanted to. Now, and I know, you know, people, probably listening to this and I'm like, well, they got money and you just a hater. I don't want to be a fucking Kardashian. If I could wake up tomorrow and be a Kardashian and have what they have, I wouldn't want it. Because the price that I feel like they're paying to have the stuff that they have, for me personally, it isn't worth it. They're known for being hoes. Like, that's literally, none of them have any talent. None of them are contributing anything to the world besides giving young girls this perception of this is how you make money. This is how you make it. This is how. And I, that having kids terrifies me because these are the images that I'm going to have to contend with. I'm going to have to be telling my daughter that, no, it's okay for you to be the way that you are and look the way that you are. And you're beautiful just how you are. And then she turn on the TV and see Kim Kardashian and the rest of these. And it's like. You see this lavish lifestyle that they're they're living. I'm trying to sell you this pipe dream of you're fine the way that you are, but this is what you can have if you altered it. You know what I mean? Like I, it's just I don't know. So great business people, yeah, terrible role models. Oh, shit, terrible role models. <laughs> okay, did you see the Kylie Jenner lip challenge? Oh, when that was going on, motherfuckers. <laughs> First of all, I don't even blame Kylie for that. I blame every stupid ass one of you out there that did that shit. Basically, you take like a shot glass and suck it on your face until it like gets until your blood vessels swell in your lips and, and then it you try, you make your lips bigger. What? And then you surprised that it's painful, bitch. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Who did that work for? Nobody. Like, why did they I think? Saw, I don't know. They were in excruciating pain. Like, every one of the videos, I, it didn't work out well for them. Some people's lips were so messed up. <sighs> that was terrible. I don't blame her for that. I mean, because the thing about it is, we all know she had surgery. 
Right. She wasn't out here saying, get shot glasses and this is what I did. You know, I don't, that I don't blame her for. I think that's just people being stupid. Um, I just don't have nothing for the Kardashians. I wish they would go away. I'm a little sad even to be giving them this little bit of, this little bit of airtime because I feel like, you know, we do too much as it is. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's enough roasting the Kardashians. <laughs> I could go on for days, trust yeah. and believe. Roast I I've learned a lot, though. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if you didn't know anything about the Kardashians, you know, you got the negative perception of them. You know, I don't know who go. I really don't know what you can say positive about them except for they got they, money. And, and they just good that. business people. Yeah. That's really it. Now, they can turn nothing into something. Now, they they have the that. traditional societal definition of beauty. But not necessarily the one that you want to give your daughter. Exactly. Because they don't own it. They just bought it and anybody can buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, last person. Okay. Owns a celebrity lineup. All right. He's going to be Adele. Yay. We're in on a positive note because I love Adele. (laughs) I like Adele. She's amazing. I, I like her music. Don't get me wrong. Her music is great. Her voice is great. I like her as a person though. If you ever watched an Adele interview, she's just so likable. She dropped the F bomb. And anybody who do that is my hero. Let me just say, <laughs> I think it's amazing. She, she's so, she's herself. I like that. Like, she's a humongous star. Like, didn't even know she was going to blow up as much as she has. And she could be an asshole. She could be a diva. I don't really get that from her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still very much a very down-to-earth person. She seems, and she's goofy, and she's just, she seems like she would be a lot of fun to hang out with. Like, if I could hang out with Adele, I would totally do that shit. Like, yeah. I think it would be really fun. Like, she just seems like a nice person. I wonder if she's going to keep up with her trend of Naming her albums after her age. Probably like at some so. point it's going to be like 46. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think about that. It? 52. Yeah. I don't know that she'll still be. Because I feel like. I think she'll stop before then. Because mm-hmm. it took her so long to even come. Because it, it's 19, 21. 25. Four years. Like yeah. yeah she waited for it to do 25. So And she said. I watched an a interview that she did recently. Um, that she didn't. You know. She, she even played around with the idea of not coming back at all and like going out on the high on a high note. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um so I don't know that she'll be doing it for quite that long. I would love it. I'll I'll buy forty six. I totally <laughs> will. But I don't I don't know that I see her going for that long. Not because she can't. I feel like she's not gonna want to. Well if this album does great it's going to it will question the idea that she thought about giving up before this because she thought she would be ending on a high note. Yeah. If this goes higher, like. I don't know that it'll go, like, 21 was like, that was everywhere. Like, a, a lot of those songs, someone like you, like, oh, God. Um, I watched Bones, a season of Bones ended with one of her songs before. Like, it was everywhere. And, and Hello is huge. And people, like, because people have been waiting for her to come back. So, like, they saw that. It was like, oh, shit, hell is back. <laughs> I think it's number one probably on iTunes, I would imagine. Um, so, people are going to buy the app. Even if it's crap, people are going to buy it to see what it sounds like. So, she's going to sell it. Oh, she's going to sell it she off of 21 sell it alone. She's going to 21 alone, regardless of whether or not it's a good album. But I, I like Hello. 
I wish it wasn't so melancholy. I won't quite say that it's sad. I guess it's your perception, like the way you look at the song, but it's very melancholy. So like, I, I'm hoping for some more upbeat stuff because I don't need another album that's going to have me in my feelings <laughs> and ready to jump off a building. So, and I think she's capable of doing, like, I don't want her to, I don't want to equate sadness with her. Like, I yeah. wanted to, you know, I wanted to have some more upbeat stuff. So, we'll see. I do want to see her and Sam Smith do something together, though. Really? I just want to see the Brits get together and, like, do something. I wonder. Unless she's thinking about quitting now. <laughs> yeah. I- or not like a whole. I think a whole album might be pushing to like a song together. Oh, I wouldn't expect like, to do no album. Yeah. Well, you know, the, like Drake and fucking. Future. Only rappers and R and B artists do that. <laughs> like, who outside of? I mean, Linkin Park and Jay Z. Oh, that was like I like that though. But who else? Yeah, who, it don't nobody outside of rapping R and B really does that kind of thing. No, they don't. You know, they do a song or rap artists or R and B artists drag them in for a project. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, cause like, Amarion and who? Amarion did one with somebody. I don't know. Amarion don't register in my head. <laughs> I don't really have no memories tied to him well, except how terrible no, no, well, Maybe it was Chris Brown. Shit, I don't know. What I don't it? really listen to this stuff. I'm old. You got served. That's like, that's, that's ruined. <laughs> Amarion, that's why he started being struck from my memory. That movie and everybody that was involved. I've never seen that. Don't watch it. It looked like shit. So I just <laughs> didn't even watch it. Unless you particularly like Omarion or you are just a biased fan of critiquing dancing. No, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> well, I don't have anything yeah. against dance movies. I like Step Up. You know, but... the only time I would, <laughs> every time, <laughs> I always imagine that the last day that I served <laughs> at the restaurant <laughs> that I was working at, I would like to tell my last guest you just got served <laughs> and then just leave the building and be done with it. <laughs> I would just, I always want to, that's all I got from that movie. Oh <laughs> the possibility God. of doing that one day. That is hilarious. But what do you think about like with Adele, like there has been like conversation about her appropriating, you know, <sighs> black culture. I think that yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. Solely on the fact that she is doing R&B music, cause she don't, there's nothing about the music itself that is her appropriate, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like she's making references in the songs. Yeah. Or, I feel like that's based solely on the fact that she does R&B music. And so then the only way for her not to appropriate black culture then is to do an entirely different genre of music separate from what her voice fits one mm-hmm. and what her interests are too and I don't think that that's fair the same argument is made about Sam Smith as well mm-hmm. and are there categories R&B or are they soul blue eye soul I don't even know what I'm trying to I, I, I mean I call it R&B but it is kind of like it's not Neo so it's like I don't know it's it's more R&B Ish. Ish than soul, I think, but yeah. they're in, I mean, if you, again, Better if you listen blues. to their, um, interviews, their influences have been heavily, and I just, I don't, I feel like we toss appropriate. Now, is our culture appropriated by, so hell yes, yes, it happens all the time. <sighs> so I'm not denying that it happens. I just don't think Adele and Sam Smith simply doing music that they enjoy doing. And they're doing it in a way I feel like is respectful of the genre itself. I just don't see it as them appropriating 
like I don't I love I listen to Sam Smith I listen to Adele I don't boycott them because I feel you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I guess that may that brings a question up for me like can an individual appropriate a culture like if an individual Adele if she copies an R&B you know style you yeah. know as a person, can she appropriate African American culture or is appropriation something that you do on a larger scale? I mean, usually when people talk about appropriation of culture, they're talking about it in an individual. Like, Macklemore, people felt like he was appropriating because hip hop. But usually, they don't say the same thing about Eminem? No, they don't. <laughs> and one, I think, because Eminem would kick your ass if you did that. And two, I think, I, and, I'm not a Macklemore fan, let me say that. And it's not necessarily because I feel like he's appropriating the culture. With Eminem, I always felt like Eminem was very genuine. Like, he's from fucking 8 Mile in Detroit. He never tried to be black, right? He was just this white dude that rapped who was very good at it. Like, he went out here, you know, dating black women, trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never got that vibe from him. And I think that's why people didn't have an issue with him so much is because it was more authentic and genuine. Now, the type of rap that Macklemore does, it ain't like he's trying to be future. It's like, like, have you heard that downtown song? I fucking hate that song, by uh, the way. No, I haven't. It's gone. Like, he got like, Ron DMC. <laughs> Maybe he's featuring like some older, like Ron DMC or like Kumondi. It's a terrible song. Um, I guess we pick and choose. And that's the thing. We as I mean, I can't say as a culture. I don't. I'm not necessarily a part of the choosing process, you know. But I mean, as a culture, it seems like most of the culture gravitate towards who we accept. Yeah, and who. That part of the culture don't accept, we gravitate away from. Yeah, cause John B. I'm showing my age, and <laughs> y'all may not know who John B. is. John B. Like in the nineties, like what nobody like he's appropriate. Like nobody cares. Like people love John B. Like only that probably wasn't even a dialogue back then. For yeah, it was like about nobody. And hit, have you seen the video for like what is that song? The one that he's most famous for. Like you was, don't know. You don't. Uh, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Like it's nothing but black women in the video. Like, <laughs> he ain't even had no white bitches in the video. Like so, and nobody had a problem with it though. I just and I've had this conversation um, here recently quite a bit. I feel like we are becoming very sensitive, and I mean like not just we as in black folk. I mean we as in the country as a whole. We're so sensitive you have to be so careful about what you say because, you know, people get so easily offended and the way you said it was this way and you just have to be so careful now. Some of that is good that we're paying more attention to shit that's been kind of let, let slide in the past. Some of it, though, I feel like it's overkill. Like, some of it is kind of like okay. I mean, you have yeah. the right to be offended by whatever you want to be offended by. But things get like taken to like a very large scale, scale very quickly now. Well, I guess like that, I'm like in the middle of trying to understand what it is. Because if you say, which I hear a lot, if you say we're sensitive now, more sensitive or hypersensitive, or however you want to mm-hmm. put it, that that implies that 
it was normalized before, mm-hmm. you know, to where I think it could be a case of where it wasn't normalized before. It was that everybody was being quiet because they were afraid to speak up. There yeah. was no avenue to speak up. There was no avenue for everybody to be heard. But now that the emergence of social media coincidentally coincides with all that sensitivity. So it may just be, I think a lot of people have a voice and have an opportunity to put something out there because a lot of people are being held accountable for stupid yeah. things they say now. People yeah. are getting fired, terminated, suspended just because that voice is out there. As they should. But I just. But with that comes also the fact that there's a lot of people out there making, making their voices be heard when it's really irrelevant. When, you know, their opinions are not valid when. Raven Simone. Yeah. <laughs> Raven Simone. <laughs> when they just trying to be extra petty yeah, in society basically. for no reason. So it's I see the emergence. Yeah, like, I see the emergence of people who will use it in a way that they just being sensitive, but I don't know if that's more of the people or less. I guess that's like, as I, as I see, as my ideas about this develop, I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. And it, I mean, again, it can be. It's a good, it's a double-edged sword, I think. On the one side, you have people who are able to like really express things. And on the other side, some people are expressing shit that you just wish they would shut up about. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut up. Just be quiet. So yeah. Well, we got a long list of celebrities to line up and we did five today. So you got anything else on your mind about any of these celebrities? I mean, we could go on all day. <laughs> I think. And that's why I think we're gonna, this will be a regular segment is because there's gonna, uh, celebrities are dumb as shit. Like, there'll <laughs> always be celebrities to line up for good and bad reasons though. It yeah. won't be just us like telling people how shitty they are because some of them are good, like Sam and I think Yeah, else. they're great. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess until we come to the next conversation. All right. We out. Holla.